Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR Grassroots Racing is full throttle every week on Flow Racing, where you can stream over 1,300 events live and on demand and access exclusive coverage. Subscribe to Flow today to see NASCAR legends, past, present, and future, go head-to-head with hometown heroes at tracks like Bowman Gray, Meridian, South Boston, and more. Find your next favorite driver by going to flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. That's flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Boot team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. So glad you've joined us for another download as we are still processing the events of a week ago at Road America while at the same time transitioning off into the Atlanta Motor Speedway and Mid-Ohio this weekend. More on that coming up. Second time through Road America What a great weekend, man. Weather was spectacular. The place was packed, and we had some good racing to talk about as well. Saturday, obviously, in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, had a little drama break loose there, which has had a ripple effect. In case you missed it, 
Noah Gregson intentionally crashed Sage Karam, triggered a multi-car pileup, 13 cars involved on the Marine suite between turns four and five there at Road America. And as we work into Atlanta, those matters have been addressed by the sanctioning body. Those matters have been addressed by Junior Motorsports. And we'll see how they manifest themselves in the Alsco Uniforms 250 Saturday for the NASCAR Xfinity Series. The Cup Series will be in play at Atlanta this weekend. But one of the big stories going into the weekend is the first ever run into the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course by the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. For years, we've been talking about the NASCAR Xfinity Series racing there. Mid-Ohio is off the Xfinity Series calendar. It was replaced by Portland, which we've raced there earlier this year. And now the trucks are going to have a go in a in a combo platter with the Arca Menard Series there Friday and Saturday in Mid-Ohio. Now, part of the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series storylines, Thor Sport Racing. Thor Sport Racing has been around this sport, this series, the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, since basically it began. They have fielded championship-winning efforts, race-winning efforts, and it's a home game. They're based in Sandusky, Ohio. So we figured it would be very fitting to bring in from Thor Sport Racing, David Pepper. He's the man that runs the show over there, and he joins us now on the Zoom hotline. Mr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper, welcome to NASCAR Live Wide Open. How are we doing today, my friend? Man, that's exciting. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. What in the world is happening in Sandusky, Ohio right now? Well, we're getting a bunch of trucks ready to go down the road about an hour and have a home race for us. Pretty exciting. We have a lot of friends, family, sponsors, pretty much everybody that's involved in our program is going to be down there and to put on a good show and go win the first race at Mid-Ohio. You obviously are the first organization that comes to mind considering that you're based in Sandusky. We're racing in Mid-Ohio in Lexington. How big a deal is this for you, your race team, and the opportunity that's laying out there for you on Saturday? Well, we got a lot of things going on. I mean, it's it's huge for the fact that it's a brand new venue for the for the truck series. NASCAR taking us to another great venue. Um, you know, it's just down the street for us. A lot of our guys have gone down there. You know, we have involvements with uh, IndyCar and different things through different sponsorships with our franchise group, our parent company, Thorworks. So we've been down there to the track as, as spectators. It's an amazing facility, beautiful facility. The folks are always very welcoming and when it was put on the schedule when the schedule came out last fall you know you put a little asterisk next to it it's like ah home race gotta go gotta go win the home race you know gonna have all the friends and family and and all the folks here at our parent company are going down and it's just gonna have a lot of people have our own cheering section so you you don't want to let them down at the home race you know all of them are special to win at but there's a couple that you put a little asterisk beside and and that got a little asterisk this year for this one. What else is on that list? The asterisk list, as it were. Oh, you know, you always want to win the, the really big races. You know, Daytona, everybody wants to win at Daytona. And then, you know, the cool venues, the the dirt race at Bristol was was one that, you know, we, we were able to capture. And, and that's just a cool place to go win a race. And we'd never won as an organization there until this year. So that was big. And, and uh, obviously, Indy coming back, you know, IRP coming back, or, or ORP. I'm, you can tell I just dated myself when I called it uh, IRP. Um, you know, we've had a lot of success there in the past. And that's actually, uh, we're sponsoring that race. It's uh, the T-Sport 200. So 
we're gonna have a lot of folks there and that one that one's kind of near and dear to our hearts so you you want to win at just cool places you mentioned a moment ago that four sport is involved in other matters, in other endeavors. What all is Thor Sport attached to? What all are you guys engaged in over there? Well, obviously we field the four full-time NASCAR Camping World Truck Series um, entries, and then we field a part-time truck for Johnny Sauter. Um, our parent company through Sealmaster, our franchise group, they're involved with uh, NHRA drag racing with the Colettas. And then we also have an involvement in IndyCar and sports car with, um, with our team there. And, and you know, we're, we're kind of spread across all gamuts of racing. Um, you know, Duke and Ronda are, are huge supporters of motorsports across, the, across the, the landscape. And, you know, we just try to participate and do a lot of cool things. You mentioned Duke and Ronda, Duke and Ronda Thorson, the Thor in Thor Sport Racing. You know, it's amazing. Duke and Ronda keep a very low, low profile. They don't do a lot of media. They don't do a lot of at-track things to get a lot of attention. They fly under the radar. Is that by design? Are they shy folks? We keep hearing their names and have for decades, but we never see them. You know, a lot of people have asked that. They've just, uh, they're, they haven't ever been about, you know, promoting themselves. They they promote their teams and, and they really do this to give a lot of people opportunities to, to go race. And, and they've given, you know, a lot of us a chance to, to realize our dreams over, over, you know, almost three decades now of racing. But yeah, they're, they're just kind of they keep to themselves. They travel to the races. They're not looking for the limelight. You know, obviously they want to win, and it's it's very important to them to compete at a high level. They want to be with winning organizations, not only their own, but but also in other forms of racing. But yeah, they 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 don't look to be in the spotlight and, and promoting themselves. They they really just let the teams kind of do their thing. Let's focus on the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series effort this weekend. Obviously. Uh, it's a target-rich environment for you. You've got trucks that are running well, and you've got trucks that have been through a little bit of everything. Let me first start with the 66 truck, Ty Majeski. And we've heard that he works in the shop, that, you know, he, he used to work in the shop. What all does Ty Is Ty still involved in the day-to-day operations when he's not on the racetrack? Ty is in the shop every day. Um, he's engineer by, by trade. Um, he actually works with our Romer arm, measures a lot of the, the pieces and parts and works extensively with our SIM program and, and, you know, with all the different trucks, not just his own, but he's in here every day and, and we've kind of created an environment where all the, all the guys are kind of working on different parts of our program. You know, Christian Eckes is, is, does a lot of our, our simulating work as the driver. Uh, because he's down there in Charlotte. Um, Crafton's in the sim today and trading information. Ben was there yesterday. Um, Ty spends you know, four or five days a week here at the shop. Uh, when he's not at the shop, we encourage him to go run his late model program as much as possible. Um, you know, I go and, and spot some of those races and, and other guys, you know, Joe Shear, you know, throw in his two cents and and you know those guys they run good every single week uh, where they where he chooses to go race they pick a lot of the big short tracks 
to go to. And yeah, he's, he's just heavily involved. It's, you know, being the, the newest member of our team, having him in the shop and, and having the guys in the building, not just on the 66 team, but you know, the fab shop and the paint and body shop and, and just the guys here, you know, seeing his face every day and seeing how passionate he is about trying to win. You can't help but rally around that as a group. And, and I just think it helps build camaraderie and, you know, just helps build the team, helps make him a better racer. So you said that you encourage him to go race late models and you encourage him to do other forms of racing. What does Thor Sport get back in return by allowing him to do that and him actually doing it? You know, I think it's a, it's a skill set. If you race every single day, you're going to get better and better at it. You know, whether it be just the, the calling of the race or the running of the race or the mental preparation to go racing, um, that we like to see our guys have success, you know. When he goes and wins um, the Snowball Derby or goes and wins the Rattler or, or any of these really cool races, goes up to Slinger and wins, it's not just Ty Majeski going to win, it's Ty Majeski, driver of the number 66 Road Ranger Cincinnati Toyota Tundra that's going to win those races. So all of our partners benefit from it. We benefit from the notoriety. You know, we want to have guys that go out there and, and win races all across the board. It just helps us sell our program and, and keeps those guys sharp. Ty Majeski, one of four drivers in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series for you. You mentioned Christian Eckes, the Matt you referred to, Matt Crafton, of course, Ben Rhodes, the reigning champion of the series. That's some diverse personalities right there. How do you as the general manager make sure all those personalities come together and gel the way they should for the overall success of the operation? You know, it's it's tough sometimes because, yeah, there's a there's an age discrepancy between our guys. There's an age discrepancy between myself and some of our guys. But the commonality is that we all love racing. We all want to compete at a high level. So finding the common ground in racing is easy. Now, they may have other interests outside of here, you know, sand rails or late model racing or, uh, you know, you mentioned our four full-time drivers. You, you have Johnny that runs part-time for us and, and he runs late model races. There's weekends where, you know, he and Ty are racing against each other at, you know, the Dells or, or somewhere in, in Wisconsin and just having fun there. I mean, we count ourselves extremely lucky that three of the five drivers that we have running races here are former national champions. That no, no other organization can boast that. Um, you know, we, we hope Ben wins his second in a row. We hope Matt wins his fourth, but it wouldn't hurt our feelings any if, if Ty or Christian become the fourth member of our group to win a national championship. You know, that gives us, you know, things about this team that no other organization can say. So you, the weekend is a very interesting weekend. You hope you walk from one truck to another at the end of the race and they've all had a good solid performance and you can be upbeat, but you have to change your hat some weeks from from race truck to race truck. You, you may walk by, Bristol Dirt was a perfect example. You walk by Ben Rhodes' truck and you have to walk up to Victory Lane. You congratulate your, your 99 guys. They win the race. And you, you're celebrating with those guys. They had a great run. 
Then you walk down to the 98 who, you know, finished top 10, but was a little disappointed. So you don't have that celebratory, you know, feel about you. You know, you go down there and you guys, man, good run, good solid run. We got to get better. You know, you know, you, you, you have that, you know, Matt finished, uh, I think 10th, 11th, right in there, uh, 9th, I think actually. And so you, you kind of, you know, guys, you know, good run, good solid run, you know, but you know, we'll work on it. We'll get better, you know, whether it be pit stops or the truck or, you know, whatever. And then you go down to 66, who ran really well and, and crashed out. And it's a total different feel. They're dejected. They had a, they had a tough week and they're looking across at their teammate winning and felt like, man, we could have been right there competing for the win. So you have to have a total different approach with those guys. You can't go in all celebratory. Oh man, we had a great weekend. And it was a great weekend because we won. Well, it was for the organization, but not necessarily for that team. So yeah, you kind of got to gauge where each one finishes and have the appropriate message to each one to keep them motivated and, and know that you're supporting all of the teams equally and you want them all to win. But sometimes you have to take a different mental approach to each one because of the weekend that they've had. Before we let you go, you and I have known each other for decades. We've been involved in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series since virtually the start. It's been quite a ride, hasn't it, my friend? This series, coming from its installation back in 1995 to where we are today in 2021, we've had a lot go on in this series. Have you ever stopped to think about how this series has evolved over the last almost three decades? You know, that is a absolute poignant question and a great question because you're right. We've known each other a long time. We've walked a lot of different uh, pit roads at a lot of really great racetracks that have come and gone in this series. So I'm going to take you to Nashville two weeks ago. So team that I used to be with, it was a, a fantastic group of, of people, Bobby Hamilton racing. We had some great people there. We, we to this day, miss Bobby. Um, we got everybody together. There's probably 10 or so of us that get together whenever we get a chance. Joe Rutman was there. And uh, we like to say we tell lies and stories and we got, we, we're way better now than we were then uh, winning races and running well. But you talk about all the cool places that we used to race and, and, uh, and then you realize you look around the table and, and it's like, man, that was, that was 22 years ago that we were all going and doing this. And most of the guys involved in it, uh, Joe's case, retired or are no longer in racing and they're working in something else. There's only a handful of us, myself and maybe two or three others that are still involved in NASCAR racing at this point. And you realize just how awesome the ride has been, how, six, how lucky, I'm, I'm speaking from a personal note, how lucky I've been to work with all of these great people and be able to reinvent yourself year after year. You know, 20 years ago, we're with Joe Rutman and Bill Lester and, and Chad Chaffin and winning races and competing at a high level. And, and now all of a sudden flash forward 20 years to now and, and you've got your veteran guy that has been there for most of it in Matt Crafton and Johnny Sauter. And then you got these young guys, Ben Rhodes. And, and you know, I started a string of going to truck races um, 2018, I was at my 500th in a row, and the guys surprised me with a, a cool little piece. And Ben Rhodes made it a point to uh, 
to make fun of me and, and say, yeah, when you started this streak, I was one year old. And <laughs> yeah, then, then you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, gee, thanks, Ben. Uh, you know, and here you are having all your life, you grew up wanting to be in NASCAR racing. Okay. Maybe not necessarily truck racing because when I was a young man, there was a truck racing like yourself. And then you start your career and you get to go to the truck series and you're still, you know, getting to go to cup races and, and do Xfinity races. And I still feel like I ought to be about 30 years old, 25, 30, because these young guys make you feel that way because you still love going to the racetrack. And, and I'm asked all the time, oh, when are you going to stop going on the, to all these, these races? As you know, you see me every week. I'll do about 125 of them this year. And I'm lucky in, in the aspect that I get to do exactly what I love to do and have for my entire career. And I've been able to win and be with great people and the ride of the lifetime. I mean, it's incredible. So many memories have been created over the years. There's a, there's a brotherhood, there's a camaraderie that has been established not only in the sport, but obviously in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. We all started going to these races together. And to David's point, tracks like Tucson Raceway Park, Evergreen Speedway, Mesa Marine Raceway, I-70 Speedway, Memphis Motorsports Park. There are a lot of tracks that we don't go to anymore. Nazareth, Pennsylvania, Nazareth Speedway. There are a lot of tracks that we don't go to anymore. But it is there at those tracks where we put on great racing, but a lot of friendships and a lot of brotherhoods were created as well. And uh, we've had it all covered for you here on Motor Racing Network. It's been quite a a ride. But for all of us that have been able to travel in these circles, we all are blessed. We're all very, very fortunate. Hey, appreciate you making time for us. I know the plate is full, and I know the expectations are high. I hope that that the boys there behind the wheels will, uh, will... will respond in kind with perhaps maybe taking a trophy an hour up the road and be able to put it on the dinner table Saturday once we get done in Mid-Ohio. We're going to try to celebrate that uh, next week. We hope we get the win. Thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks for being a friend for all these years through this ride. You know, we've, we've got a lot of memories. And, uh, yeah, we just hopefully in three weeks we'll get four Thor Sport trucks in the playoffs and we'll make another run for this national championship. Thor Sport Racing, no doubt, will be a factor to deal with, and we hope so. What a story that would be to bring home that trophy to Sandusky from Lexington as winners of the O'Reilly Auto Parts 150 Saturday at Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course. You can tune in to Motor Racing Network, and we'll give you the broadcast schedule coming up here in just a few moments. First, let's talk some NASCAR Cup Series racing. We're off to Atlanta for the Quaker State 400 Time to get a check of the odds. Brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Please bet responsibly. Producer Trey is back. Trey, what do you have for us this week? Well, Mike, whenever we go to these super speedway-style races, these odds get closer and more jumbled up, and the odds for a winner are a little bit more steeper than what you see going into a normal race weekend. Last weekend at Road America, Chase Elliott was the favorite at plus 450. This weekend, he is a co-favorite again, But the best odds you can get is plus 1,000, which is actually better because you're going to get more return on your investment, a 10 to 1 return there. And Ryan Blaney, who is a great speedway racer, still looking for his first win of 2022. And that bubble's getting tighter with, you know, all of these different winners, 13 of them so far. Blaney's got a good cushion. 
But who knows? You might have to win to get into the playoffs this year. Both of those guys are at plus 1,000, and I said the odds are jumbled. Right behind them at plus 1,100 or 11 to 1 are Denny Hamlin and the winner of the spring race here at Atlanta, William Byron. They're plus 1,100, as I said. Now, my pick this weekend, I think we're going to get our 14th different winner of the season. I'm going Bubba Wallace at plus 1,400. They've made some pit crew changes, and Bubba's biggest Achilles heel this season when he's had cars that could win the race are pit road mistakes. They've had fast cars recently. He was in contention at Atlanta, ended up wrecking on the final lap, I believe was second going into the final lap at Atlanta in the spring. Bubba Wallace at plus 1,400 this weekend. I think he could earn himself a playoff spot and disrupt that bubble even more. Some long shots that I'm looking for this weekend. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., plus 2,500. He's talked about being very excited to go back to Atlanta. He led laps early there and had a tire failure. He said that he felt like he was the class of the field there and feels like they're going to be just as good then. And then a super long shot. You can always look at these, going to these style of races, and you mention him. He's been involved in a lot of controversy recently. Noah Gregson is racing the 16 car for Colleg Racing this weekend. He is at plus 15,000 or 150 to 1. Now, it would definitely be a huge surprise if he were to win, but you can always see these surprises at these style of tracks. He's run up front in speedway races in the Xfinity Series. He could surprise this weekend. The whole field could be a surprise. Corey LaJoy ended up with his first career top five finish in the spring race, and I'm just interested to see how Atlanta raced. Denny Hamlin, speaking to the media, said that in March, the track raced 80% like a super speedway and 20% like an intermediate but because of how this track ages so quickly and the and the big heat difference that we're going to see this weekend, he said it could go back to as much as 50-50. So there was a lot of uncertainty going into the race in March. There's more uncertainty this time, and especially since they're going to have no practice and just qualifying this weekend. In a season of uncertainty, I'm glad to see that the uncertainty continues. So put a bow on it for us. Who's your favorite? Who's your long shot? favorites this weekend my pick is going to be Bubba Wallace that's who uh, I'm putting I'm putting the uh, virtual units on long shots look at Stenhouse and look at Gregson all right file that away because you just never know how these races turn out on a on a traditional weekend and in a traditional sense you factor in all the newness and especially the reprofiled Atlanta Motor Speedway and there's gonna be a lot of head scratching going on and maybe even some hand wringing going on when this is done. Of course, our friends at the Performance Racing Network will have coverage for you on Saturday and Sunday. We at the Motor Racing Network will have live coverage from Mid-Ohio in Lexington. That coverage will kick off Friday with the Arkham Menard Series. It's the Dawn 150, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And then we're back Saturday with the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, O'Reilly Auto Parts 150, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday. Appreciate you for joining us. Appreciate Dr. Pepper, as we call him, David Pepper from Thor Sports, stopping by for producer Trey and for the rest of the MRN crew. I'm Mike Bagley. Thanks for the download. Check in with us next Thursday when we'll have another installment for you of NASCAR Live Wide Open as we prepare to go to New Hampshire. Until then, have a great weekend, and we'll talk with you next week. So long, everybody. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. 
Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. Do you have an unused car, truck, motorcycle, boat, or RV taking up space? Put it to good use by donating it to the NASCAR Foundation. Proceeds help fund medical resources for children in our racing community. Your wheels can heal. Call 844-NASCAR-9 and we'll come tow away your vehicle for free. The process is quick and your gift is tax deductible. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to donate your vehicle to the NASCAR Foundation today. Your donation will help our children survive and thrive. 